What is up, everybody? This is episode three of Car Sales 101. As you all know, um, I didn't bring the episode out on Wednesday. I do work in the car business, so what that means is during closeout, I'm going to be very, very busy. So I won't be able to always record on Wednesday, even though I did try. But, and we did hit our goal. We actually exceeded our goal by 115%. So just to let you know, and sometimes when, I, when y'all don't get a career, when y'all don't get a recording, it's because I actually do work for a living at this point in, t- point in time, but I'm trying to move away from that and actually become training or not even really training. I just want to do something a little bit different in the car business, digital marketing or something like that. But with that being said, I don't even mind being in the car business because I actually love everything about it. I love selling cars. Uh, I love everything you can do with it. So the finance portion, sales, everything. Um, one thing I'm going to ask y'all to do is leave a review. Tell me how much you like it. Um, tell me if the episode did you any good. Also, I need you to subscribe if you want to see uh, if you want to hear all the new episodes. If you want to connect with me, I'm on Facebook at Anthony Story. If you want to connect with me on Instagram, I'm at at TNT Dad Tatum and Tyler. So at TNT Dad, or you can look me up Anthony Story that way also. And if you want to uh, connect with me on LinkedIn. I'm going to be at Anthony, or it's going to be Anthony's story, and mine's going to be in parentheses. You're going to look, see me looking up at a dealership, which is the dealership I work for. So do you all remember last episode, we went over or landing the interview and uh, landing the job. So now we're progressed to the point where you actually got the job, and you're going to work at your new dealership. So congratulations. All right, super excited for you, super happy for you. Um, I know that you're going to be successful in this career path that you've chosen because I'm going to coach you along the way, but don't make me your only coach because there's several people out there that have good information also. So just make sure you look around. Um, It doesn't have to come in the form of car sales. You can listen to other people also. So now let's move on to what you need to do when you start your first day at the dealership. So one thing is you always have to ask what time you need to show up and what the dress attire is. I know last episode I told y'all to show up to the interview dressed in a nice outfit, suit, uh, casual dress. Some dealerships are different that are in different areas. What I mean by that is some dealerships wear pants to work. Some other dealerships are actual jeans to work. Some people wear shorts to work. It just all depends on what that is. Some dealerships provide you with a shirt to wear, which is a Nike polo shirt or something along that lines. Some of them just require you to wear a nice shirt with a tie or just a nice shirt in general. Just whatever the dress tires, make sure you find out what it is on day one. And also, when you did go interview, you should have looked around, kind of seen, kind of see how everybody else is dressed. So make sure you do that. The other time, the other thing is ask what time to show up. Don't just assume to show up at eight thirty in the morning or nine o'clock in the morning when the dealership opens. Sometimes managers will want, will want you to come in a little bit later. Uh, about an hour or two hours later because they've settled everything down. Monday mornings, I know if I'm going to start somebody on Monday morning, I'm usually usually going to ask them to give me an hour window. That way I can get everything settled in the morning. Um, so when you come in, I'll be able to focus all my time on you. But with that being said, also ask, just always ask them what time to show up. That goes for if you've been in the car business also. So this, ain't, this isn't just for new people. This is also for people that have been in the car business for a while. Uh, make sure you know the rules. The other thing is find out where to park. So if you've landed the interview, ask which where to park. If they tell you to park up front for the very first day, that's not um, – just go ahead and do that. But sometimes um, owners, managers, so on and so forth don't like that employees for the first day park up front. So just ask them where to park. 
Um, you'll put a good impression on yourself. So make sure you ask to find out what time you show up, what the dresser tire is, and where to park. And that will lead to a successful first couple of hours of the dealership. When they do actually get into the dealership, they're probably going to ask you to fill out uh, some initial paperwork, um, your taxes. They're probably going to wait a little bit later for your 401k and your medical insurance because that's something that they're going to wait 60 to 90 days to implement. All dealerships to do it. With that being said, the, they're probably going to have you fill a little bit of paperwork. And they're also going to have you read a, um, um, a manual, a hand guide for that dealership of what's required, a handbook. Now, make sure you read through that handbook. A couple things you need to read at, read on are the dress attire, um, what's expected of you, what's not expected of you. Read the history of that dealership because some dealerships that have been open 20, 30, 40, 50 years, they have a history behind them and they want you to know that history. So make sure you're doing that. The other thing is, is with dealership groups like AutoNation, Penske, um, Sonic, so on and so forth, they have organizational handbooks. So within that organization, it might be AutoNation, Penske, like I said, they might have certain rules, rules that they want you to follow within that larger organization. So you might have local rules and you might have um, organization rules. Make sure you find out which ones are which and follow those accordingly. Read through the whole entire thing. Don't just skim through it or say you're going to read it later. If they give you the time to read it, just go ahead and read that for the next hour or so because they're probably going to be doing some additional paperwork or they've blocked that time out for you to read that. If they ask you to watch the video, please watch the video also because that will also give you some information important to, once again, how the organization does function. After that, make sure they grab a manager or a salesperson. If they don't do it, just say, hey, is there somebody that's very familiar here? It's been here for a long time that can give me the land of the land. And what that means is they're just going to walk around the whole entire dealership. So you need to start everywhere from the porter to the guy that moves the vehicles, make ready, move to the smallest portion to where you think would be the least significant um, place that you need to be to everything, collision, repair, body shop, um, used cars, accounting, everything. Walk through everything, get to know everybody. Don't walk in and not know who certain where certain locations are. The reason why you need to get to know Make Ready is if you have a late delivery one night and you know the guy back in Make Ready can get it done a little bit faster and you can go back there and say, hey man, you know we met earlier, man, I saw my first car, can you help me out get this out of here a little bit faster? For late night deliveries, it's a lifesaver, it's a game changer. Um, that way you can figure out later on, man, I've, I've in the past, whenever I've kept my Make Ready department over... I've actually went and brought them something, Gatorade, something the next day to show my appreciation, and they'll love you after that. Make sure you get to know the collision department because that's a good source for selling cars if somebody's had an accident in their vehicle. So make sure you're getting to know them. Make sure you get to know service. Make sure you know the service manager. Make sure you know who the most successful service manager is. Now, don't get me wrong. He's obviously going to have people that he already gives his deals to, but make sure you get to know people because if you're good at the dealership, people are going to like you. They're going to give you deals to work on and try to sell. Um, get to know your accounting office. The reason why you want to know your accounting office is you don't want to be confused about your pay or anything like that. Also, get to know the person that's going to be doing your HR. Sometimes your controller does it all. Sometimes she doesn't do it all. So get to know who's going to do your HR, who's going to be doing your pay, who's going to be doing your 401k, who's going to be doing all that later on. That way you won't be clueless as to what's going on later on. Um, and the good thing is when you get to know your accounting office or your controller and all that stuff, it makes your job a lot easier. They know that you appreciate what they do. Um, and I've done it several times. 
you know, when we've had a big closeout, they've been there for a long time. I bought, I purchased them donuts. That way, um, they know that we do truly appreciate them. So make sure you're doing stuff like that once you um, get your feet wet or super wet. Like I told you in the previous episode, don't just get them wet. Go um, do a cannonball into it and just love every minute of it. But make sure that you're doing everything you can to get to know everybody in the dealership. Also get to know your finance managers because when you get a deal done, you want to make sure that you get finance to get get on your side. Let them know what's going on with your deal. And we'll get into that later. But get to know every one of your finance managers. If you're selling new, new, car, make sure, new cars, make sure you get to familiar side, familiarize yourself with your used car managers. If you're selling used cars, make sure you familiarize yourself with the new car managers. That way you know everything about that dealership. Your first day, you typically, you're not going to be selling a car. Um, other than if you've been at a dealership before and you're coming to this one, you shouldn't sell a car typically within your first day. If you do, more power to you. Um, when you get to know the lay of the land, make sure you know where all the new vehicles at are at, whether they be trucks, cars, um, SUVs. Make sure you know where they're at, where they're lined up. If they do them in a specific order, find out what that is. Also, make sure that you know where they, the new incoming vehicles come in, where the new trade-ins are coming in. Make sure you know where everything's at. Um, make sure you know where vehicles that have been sold need to go. Everything that needs to happen in order to uh, have a car deal go down. Make sure you know the lay of the land and where everything's at. Um, there was a good point I was going to bring up. I just forgot it, but we'll come back to it. <clears throat> familiarize, familiarize yourself with everyone. So... First, you're going to do is ask the what time to show up, what dress the dress attire is going to be. Make sure you learn the law, the lay of the land, and also familiar, familiarize yourself with everyone. All right. Next is going to be find out where your spot's going to be. Oh, back to um, familiar or get to know the lay of the land. Find out where your break room is because that's going to be important when you come in there. And I typically on my first day, I go grab lunch somewhere. Because I don't know uh, if I'm going to have a break room or whatnot. So I always go take and get eat lunch my first day. The next day after that, once I know where the refrigerator is at, I know where the uh, um, break room is going to be at. So I take make sure I take it in there. The thing is, is, and you might think it's silly, but you need to know what time they clean out that refrigerator. If they clean it every day, daily, or if they clean it every week. Just make sure you know that because sometimes your food will be in there. And the next day it'll be gone and everything will be gone, whether you have Tupperware or stuff like that. And you think I'm joking, but I'm serious. It, it happens. Things go missing. So make sure you know where your break room is at and what the rules are of the refrigerator that's going to be upstairs. Um, and also where the bathrooms are at. If you need to use the bathrooms up front or the bathrooms in back. Um, if you have a water fountain, make sure to use the one up front or in back. Just make sure you get to know to know everything. Um Find out where your spot is. So if you're going to be at a large dealership, find out if you're going to be at a BDC location upstairs to where you're going to have your own little area or if you're going to have a downstairs showroom type office so that you know where you are, are going to be uh, housing out of. Make yourself comfortable with it. I'm personally not one of those ones that like to have my kids on uh, my computer because that's personal to me. Um, I might show pictures on my phone. But I don't like uh, my items to be messed with, so I typically don't put pictures of my kids. Um, I might have one or something laying around, but that way I kind of familiarize myself with the um, uh, customer that I'm working with, or they might think they're kind of cute. But at the end of the day, it's really up to you on what you want to do with that. Find out what paper you need that you need to have in order to make a car deal, whether they have 
pre-printed folders, whether they have just blank folders, credit applications, everything like that. Just find out what you need in order to have the guts of a car deal. And referring back to guts, guts are all the paperwork you're going to need, whether it's going to be a VIN verification form, a WIO, um, you know, just the simple stuff that need to go inside of, of a, a folder in order to make the deal happen and finance and sell a car. So make sure you're familiarizing yourself with every piece of where you're going to be housing out of and officing out of um, for the rest of your time that you're going to be working there. The other thing is make sure you get all your passwords. Some dealerships require that you clock in. Some states require that you clock in. The state of Texas, um, in order for you to um, have workman's comp or file, file workman's comp, from what I'm being told, is that you have to clock in. So if you get into the dealership and you get injured and you never clocked in, you have a harder struggle with a workman's comp claim if something does happen. So make sure you find out what time or what your clock-ins are, uh, or if you can't clock in, they're probably going to tell you to write down your hours for the, the time you came in and the time you left for the first couple of days. Um, find out what your passwords are to all your databases. Find out what databases you're going to need. Um, you could do it a couple different ways. You could either keep the passwords in your phone. I typically like to do that, go to notes and keep them in my notes. But you can also write them down if that's a little bit easier for you. So make sure, like I said, get to know all the passwords to everything. There's going to be certain things that a manager might forget that another salesperson might know. So just make sure you get to know what it is you're going to need. So the five things that I'm going to go back over you with are going to be ask what time to show up, learn the lay of the land, um, familiarize yourself with everyone, and get all your passwords and find your spot. So as long as you do those first five things when you get into the dealership, um, you're going to be okay. Um, and the cool thing is, is now that you found the dealership you've been at, you know, take a couple days and learn everything you can about it. Don't sit there and go in there with the arrogance about you. Be as humble as can be. Be able to learn. Be able to um, be a coachable. Don't go in there acting like you own the location. Because the one thing is, is, I know I've been in the dealers. I've been in the car business for a while. I like somebody that's coachable and is humble and wants to learn. Um, ask what you can do if you can't sell a car for the first couple of days. Hey, what do you need me to do, boss? What do I need to do to do this? I mean, just ask those simple questions. Um, some people might see it as you brown nosing or suck it up, but I just see it as you having the willingness to willingness to learn. Um, so I'm going to get into the next episode of how to find the top salesman, mirror yourself after them. Um, the other thing that you're going to do is figure out how to get your uh, customer base. Um, but with that being said, man, I appreciate y'all, man, sorry, uh, y'all, uh, sorry, I'm a little country. I do appreciate all of y'all for listening. Like I said, make sure you subscribe um, to this po podcast episode or this podcast and make sure y'all are leaving a review. So we're going to bounce out with some music. But like I said in my previous episodes, it's like Sid Clevenger has uh, once said, um, if y'all eventually learn who he is, but we all win when we all win.